We are continuing in today's Mishnah Yomi. Today we find ourselves in Brochos. Perek Gimel, Mishnayis Beis through Gimel. Chapter 3, Mishnayis 2 through 3. Mishnah Beis says as follows, Kavra Beis. Remember again, we're continuing over here with the topic regarding those attending a Leviah, attending a funeral. Both attending as well as helping at a funeral. So, they buried the dead, and then they're returning back from the grave. And remember, again, the practice, is still the practice today, is that after the kvura, after the burial is complete, we offer consolation to the mourners. If you have the ability to start and to finish Shema before the mourners reach your section in the Shura, in the line, Yatzilu, then you should do so. But if there is an inability to begin and finish before the mourners reach you in the line, lo then one should not start Shema. Then instead, one should wait until after the mourners pass, after they've offered consolation, and then recite Shema. Those who are actively standing in the line, Hapnimim Pturim. So those, now the inner part of the line means those who have direct contact, those who are directly in front of the mourners, so they are part of from Shema. This is in line, they're exempt from the station of Shema. This is line what we learned earlier. When one is engaged in the performance of one mitzvah, that exempts one from a different mitzvah. So in this context, one is engaged in the mitzvah of consoling mourners, and therefore one is exempt from the mitzvah of Shema. But ultimately, again, those on the outer part of the line, meaning they don't really have direct contact with the mourning, mourners, they will be chayiv, they will be obligated in Kriyashima. Beautiful. It brings us now to Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah 3 says as follows, Nashim va'avadim ukitanim, women. Avadim, now avadim in this context means avadim kenanim. An Evid Kenani is a non-Jewish servant. Now, the interesting part about the process for Evid Kenani is that Evid Kenani is what we'll call quasi-Jewish, meaning what? That when a Jew takes a non-Jewish servant, there's a circumcision for men. There's a, what we call Amila L'Shem Avdus. There's a circumcision for the sake of servitude. And then we'll see, actually, this will be in tomorrow's Mishnah. We'll discuss, actually, we'll start, we'll begin to discuss it today. That the Evet has certain mitzvah obligations during his servitude. Upon emancipation, the Evet Kenani, the Gentile servant, becomes a full fledged Jew. So, therefore, again, that's Avadim and Kitanim are children. Kam denominator is Peturin me Kriyashima umina All of these individuals are Pata from Shema and from Tfilin. Now, interestingly enough, an Eved, a Gentile servant, before he's emancipated and becomes fully Jewish, he essentially has the same types of obligations as a woman, specifically that he is exempt from all time-bound mitzvahs, what we call mitzvahs asesha asman grama. Therefore, both women and avadim are exempt from kriyashma and from tulin. Shema is a time-bound mitzvah, because you have to say it at a certain time during the day and a certain time at night. Similarly, tefillin is also a time-bound mitzvah. You can only put on tefillin by day and not at night. And the truth is, even if you hold that the time of tefillin is at night, which some do, we don't wear tefillin on Shabbos. So because both tefillin and Shema are time-bound, therefore both women and avodim will be exempt. Kitanin, a child, a minor, is exempt on a simple level because minor, a minor is not obligated in anything. However, However, all three of these groups, women, avodim, servants, kitanim, children, are going to be chayed in tefillah. Now, tefillah in this context, we assume 
means Shmona Esrei. So this is very interesting because remember, Shmona Esrei, Shmona Esrei is also a mitzvah ase shazman gram. It's also a time-bound commandment. The Bartonurus is something very interesting. The Bartonurus says, the tefillah rachami. Because what is tefillah in its essence? Tefillah is supplication. It's a reaching out to God as a dialogical connection because you need HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. So the truth is, everyone needs God's help, right? Everyone does. Ultimately, again, even though you might be exempt from time-bound commandments, that's fine. It's not the pshat that, that I could be exempt. Everyone needs tefillah, which is such a profound idea. So because everyone needs tefillah, therefore halacha lamaisa, even women and abodim, and ketanim are going to be the exception. A katan is not obligated in tefillah. Because a katan, as we said before, a child is not obligated in anything. So when the Mishnah says over here about chayavin in tefillah, it's referring dafka to women and to avodim. Now there's a whole discussion over here because, for example, the position of the Rambam is that the obligation of tefillah is fulfilled just simply with any dialogical connection to God. So a person talks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in their own words, not the words of the Siddur. The Rambam holds that one has fulfilled the mitzvah of tefillah. So interestingly enough, it could very well be also that when the Mishnah says that women and avodim archive and tefillah doesn't necessarily have to be shmonasrei, it could also just be in any form of supplicatory connection. Women are also obligated and, and avodim archive in mezuzah. Now the idea here with mezuzah is interestingly enough. Why would you thought? You know, remember, mezuzah is not a time-bound commandment. See, interesting enough, there's a whole discussion over here that mezuzah itself is linked to other mitzvahs which are time-bound, but nevertheless, the Mishnah says, women and avodim will be chayiv in mezuzah, and birkas hamazon, and benching as well. Now, interestingly enough, benching also is not really a time-bound mitzvah, but once again, the Gemara gets into a discussion that since benching, birkas hamazon, is compared to other mitzvahs which are time-bound, and also other mitzvahs which have to do with owning land in Eretz Yisrael, which may only be applicable to men, not to women. So because there's a whole thing there for the Mishnah says that women are going to be obligated in Birkas HaMazon in benching as well. All right, Shukach, everyone. We will stop here for today. In Eretz Hashem, we will continue tomorrow with Mishnayis, Dalit, and Hey. Wishing everyone a good Tavach.